You see, God loves the underdog. But do you know why? It's because the truth is we're all underdogs because none of us have a chance to live an overcoming life all by ourselves. Welcome to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Bobby and his brother Glenn own Alliance Sports Group, a collection of hardware and sports product lines, including Nebo tools and flashlights, sold in over 40,000 retail stores across America. Bobby would like your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at OnTheBrightSide.org. Now, get ready for On the Bright Side with Bobby. One balmy day in the South Pacific, a Navy ship spotted smoke coming from one of three huts on an uncharted island. Upon arriving at the shore, they were met by a shipwrecked survivor. He said, man, I'm so glad you're here. I've been alone on this island for more than five years. The captain replied, if you're all alone on the island, why do I see three huts? The survivor said, well, I live in one, and I go to church in another. What What about the third hut? That's where I used to go to church. We didn't get a chance to talk, by the way. Okay, how many know that God loves the underdog? Well, he does, and history proves it. You can just about pick any subject, and I can give you an example. You can start in the Bible. How about Joseph? He was an underdog. He was was the youngest brother, and he was abused all the time, and he became a man of God and rose to prominence. And, And David... He was an underdog, also the youngest. No one even considered him for anything, but God did. And do you think it was an accident that God chose the most unlikely person to become the greatest king? I don't think so. And let's talk modern times. How about business? A gentleman named Truett Cathy was a good old boy from Georgia who had a restaurant and knew how to make a great chicken sandwich. But when he started... To branch out, his initial mission statement had nothing to do with serving chicken. His mission statement went like this. It said, our mission is to glorify God by being a faithful steward of all that is entrusted to us today. Now today there are thousands of Chick-fil-A restaurants around the world that live by that statement. And so it's not, it's not the cows on the billboard saying eat more chicken that makes this so successful, don't you think? It's because God honored this man's commitment. You see, God loves the underdog. In modern-day ministry, the examples are many. Billy Graham was a painfully shy young man before he became a Christian. I don't have to tell you what he accomplished. T.D. Jakes had a terrible stutter problem. But today, both of these people have incredible ministries that reach... Millions of people every week. You see, God loves the underdog. But do you know why? It's because the truth is, we're all underdogs. Because none of us have a chance to live an overcoming life all by ourselves. But just look at what can happen when God becomes the center of our life. 
We go from being an underdog to heavily favored to win. We go from being a long shot to can't be beat. I think I just did a first. I just referred to your Christian walk in horse racing terminology. (laughs) But listen to me. If you're discouraged today, if you feel like you're an underdog, I'm here to tell you that God has an underdog story already written for your life. He's already planned your unlikely but amazing destiny. He doesn't intend for you to do it by yourself. He's going to inspire you. He's going to intervene for you. And he's going to turn your weakness into your strength. And he's going to provide you everything you need to fulfill your purpose and become a champion. In Jesus' name. Tune in to learn how to have an abundant life focused on God and his purpose for you. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. What's less than two inches big, fully rechargeable, and comes in three sporty colors? It's Nebo Tools Micro Pocket Light. Impossibly bright and unbelievably small, the Micro features six unique light modes, including the 400 lumen turbo mode and three LED color lighting options, red, green, and white light, to accommodate any situation. The Micro is small enough to conceal in your hand or fit on your key ring. This powerful pocket light even comes with a stainless steel necklace chain to keep this light with you wherever you go. Choose red, black, or silver to match your personal style. Find Nebo Tools intensely bright lights and flashlights, including the tiny yet powerful micro pocket light at batteries plus bulbs outlets, in hardware stores everywhere, and online at NeboTools.com. That's N-E-B-O-Tools.com. Use the promo code Christian Radio and receive a 10% discount on your order at work, home, or play. For the ultimate in flashlights, let Nebo light your way. And now back to On the Bright Side as Bobby Bollinger shares his unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith. Well, I want you to know I saw something very interesting this week because with everything going on in the world right now, I couldn't believe what was on the cover of Time magazine. Check this out. Can the choir see this? It says there, Does God want you to be rich? Now, you, you would think the cover this week could be something about the Israeli-Lebanon conflict or the latest de- developments in Iraq or even Katie Couric's new job. <laughs> but apparently, the thing the world wants to know more than anything is, does God want you to be rich? Well, the first thing I think we need to understand about this, and this is usually the case with any national magazine, is that the motivation behind this story is more about selling magazines than it is about answering that question. And the the second thing we need to uh, get before we delve into this question is that the word rich is a relative term. Because no matter how you measure what makes someone rich, By global standards, virtually everyone in here today, by nature of having a roof over their head, a bed to sleep in, and food to eat, is considered rich. Okay, stay with me. So now back to this question, does God want you to be rich? The article 
in time is about the growing movement of prosperity teaching from people like Joel Osteen or Creflo Dollar and others and how the mainstream Protestant leadership refutes the teaching. And in the article, they share a survey that reveals that 61% of all Christians believe that God wants them to be prosperous. Well, it occurred to me, having read this, that I've spoken to you several times lately about having a prosperity mentality. And so when I read this, I realize that it's easy to take what I say and lump it in with all these guys who, who I believe take the prosperity message to an unhealthy extreme. And it's important that we take this subject more serious because it's easy to get off tracks, get off the track where money is concerned. My, my old high school coach, he used to say when, whenever I'd get out of line, he'd say, Bollinger, you need to get your mind right. So I think that we need to get our minds right about this question. Does God want you to be rich? I believe that we, we have to first acknowledge that we don't know everything that God has on his mind. He has infinite wisdom and knowledge. And there's much mystery about God yet unknown to us. But what we can do is look to his word to find out about the subject of riches. So here's what we do know. We know that Jesus said, I have come that they may have life and have it more abundantly. And we know that the word says, And you shall remember the Lord thy God, for it is he who gives you the power to get wealth. And we know that when we give, we tap into a God principle. As noted in Malachi, that I've quoted you many times, where it says, I'll open the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing so great you can't receive it all. And another one in Luke where it says, Give, and it will be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. And we know that the book of Proverbs, it invokes much wisdom on managing your life and your money in order to prosper. And we know that the psalmist said, Let the Lord be magnified, who has pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. So we do have solid evidence that God is not against riches. And like an earthly father who knows he must teach his child to have discipline and to endure hardships in order to grow and to mature, he still gets pleasure when we succeed and he enjoys seeing us reap the benefits of success. But if we're to build our belief system about money on the, on the word of God, then we also have to heed all the warnings about riches provided by the Word. And through the Word, we also know some things. We know that the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. The Word says, it says some people, in the same scripture, some people eager for money have wandered from their faith and pierced themselves with many griefs. And we know that no one can serve two masters. Either he'll hate the one or he'll love the other. The word says you can't serve God and money. And we know that it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. And we know that the Lord said, Don't lay up for yourselves treasures on earth, for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. So you see, 
Just like we have support from the Word that God is okay with our prosperity, we also have plenty of evidence that having riches brings with it some of the greatest challenges for a Christian to overcome. So where does that leave us with this question? Does God want you to be rich? Well, we know God doesn't condemn anyone for having riches because it can come from many sources like working hard or like working smart or even inheritance. But he does give grave warnings to those who seek after riches more than God and who trust in riches more than God. And his desire for us and his test for us is to set our hearts on things above and not on things of this earth. There's an old saying that he who has little and wants less is richer than he who has much and wants more. Does God want you to be rich? Yes. But not necessarily now. We do know He wants you to be rich in spirit, overflowing with joy in the hope of tomorrow with Jesus Christ. We know He wants you to have a heart filled with gratitude and expectations for an abundant life. An abundant life that may or may not include earthly riches. Because God would rather you be focused on Him and His purpose for you than concerned about your financial status. Does God want you to be rich? Does God want you to be rich? Of course He does. He wants you to have everything. And that's why He's prepared a place for us that is so gloriously rich we can't even comprehend it. Whatever we could accumulate in this world is not even an afterthought by comparison. As a child of God, saved by grace, we're all going to be rich. It's just a matter of time. You see, there's no shacks in heaven, but there are lots of mansions. Are you depending on the Lord for daily direction in your life? Or are you trying to do everything on your own? Stay tuned to hear how we can depend on the Lord to supply our needs. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. Sometimes you discover something that's so ultra cool and handy that it just screams, you need this. Meet the Nebo Tools Slim. This is a thin, ergonomic, rechargeable pocket light that puts out 500 lumens of intense bright light. This isn't like any flashlight you've ever seen, and it's shaped like your cell phone. A task light and flashlight, the Slim fits, hangs, or sits just about anywhere. Fully dimmable with power memory recall. The ultra cool Slim pocket light features a pocket clip, collapsible hanging hook, and powerful magnet base for convenient hands-free lighting. This light will prove so handy that you don't want to go anywhere without it. The Slim, just one of the many reasons why Nebo is the leader in lighting innovation. Find Nebo Tools' intensely bright lights and flashlights, including the ultra-cool and handy Slim, at batteries plus bulbs outlets, in hardware stores everywhere, and online at nebotools.com. That's N-E-B-O-Tools.com. Use the promo code ChristianRadio and receive a 10% discount on your order. At work, home, or play, for the ultimate in flashlights, let Nebo light your way. We hope you're enjoying Bobby Bollinger's unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith on the Bright Side. Uh, But first, I want to make an admission to all of you. Here it is. I need the Lord. 
I admit it. Bob Bollinger really needs the Lord. And I'll tell you something else. The longer I live, the older I get. Either way, I need the Lord. So why am I admitting to you that I need the Lord? Well, I'll tell you why. Because it's not my nature. And I suspect many of you are just like me. It's not my nature to want to feel like or depend to feel like I need to depend on anyone. And I know I'm not alone in this and and men in particular have a hard time being dependent. We grow up being taught at an early age to embrace independence and self-reliance. Isn't this right? In our culture, that's the quest for manhood. Our heroes are strong, self-reliant, independent men. And that's why men won't ever ask for directions. Is that right, ladies? Because that would be a sign that we don't know where we're going. And let me tell you, being lost is not nearly as bad as having to admit we need directions from somebody. In fact, last week, while driving uh, through a Chinese town, uh, my Chinese driver refused to stop and ask directions. And I totally understood. I was good with it, so this is obviously a global problem. So I'm pointing out this problem that I have that I know many of you have, too, of always striving to be so independent, of of wanting to fix everything, of wanting to be a problem solver, and feeling weak or inadequate if I have to ask for help or depend on someone else. And I'm pointing it out to you this morning because it's simply wrong thinking in the kingdom of God. You know, I believe the word shows us that since the very beginning, we were born to be attached to and dependent on the Lord. The Lord himself explained it this way. He said, you are the branches and I am the trunk. It's from me you draw your life. That's how it's supposed to be. The Lord even says, apart from me, you can do nothing. You see, we are made to depend on God for everything. Let me ask you something. Who is the most capable person who has ever lived? I'll answer that for you. His name is Jesus Christ. He lived his life here speaking truth with directness and compassion. He embraced confrontation at every level, challenged his followers, unfolded his wisdom and power to those who believe. And yet the master of the wind and the sea lived with what writer John Eldridge calls a desperate dependence on his father. Jesus said, I assure you, the son can do nothing by himself. He does only what he sees the father doing. He said, I live by the power of the living Father who sent me, and the words I say are not my own, but my Father who lives in me and does His work through me. 
So the most accomplished person ever, the Son of God, is happy to tell anyone, I need my Father. I depend on Him. Even in the Garden of Gethsemane, He said, Father, not my will, but yours. You see, the message is we all need the Lord all the time. And it was always meant to be that way. If Jesus lived in total dependence on his father, then how much more should I depend on him for my very existence? You know, sometimes we we get into trouble and we cry out to the Lord for help. But the truth is, we just want him to fix a problem so we can go back to running things ourselves. That's not the kind of dependence the Lord is looking for from us. It's like we're asking him to put gas in our car so we can get back on the road we're on. The Lord wants us to know that the car is his. He's the gas. He's the engine. He's the driver. And we need him if we're going anywhere. So I admit it. I need the Lord every day, every minute. How about you? Are you depending on the Lord for daily direction in your life? Are you still trying to do everything on your own? I can tell you that totally depending on God is the way it was meant to be. And it's the only way to discover every good thing. God has in store for your life. Thank you for listening to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur and business owner. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at onthebrightside.org or join the discussion on Facebook. You can also call 847-312-8197. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo Tools, N-E-B-O, is the maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights. Relied on by emergency professionals across America. Trusted by many at work, home, or play. Let Nebo light your way. Learn more about Nebo Tools at onthebrightside.org or call 847-312-8197. Pregnant, single, alone. Where does a young woman in this situation turn to for help? Embrace Grace. Does your church stand in the gap for young pregnant women in need of love and support? Embrace Grace. How can a congregation be both pro-life and pro-love? Embrace Grace. Embrace Grace responds with love to women in an unplanned pregnancy. Embrace Grace reaches out with kindness and acceptance and without judgment. Nearly 500 churches offer Embrace Grace, a gospel-centered program designed to help single pregnant moms let go of past hurts and wounds and prepare them spiritually, emotionally, and practically for motherhood. Embrace Grace paves the way for young single women to become spiritually and emotionally healthy parents. Visit EmbraceGrace.com or call 817-755-8484 to learn how your church can embrace grace. That's EmbraceGrace.com. 
or call 817-755-8484.